It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, there's a verse in the Bible, Proverbs 19:17. It says, "King Solomon believed that whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and He will reward them for what they've done." So I thought about it, like, how can you lend anything to the Lord? And it, and it lending something right is like giving something to someone, not just giving it to them. And I know this can sound kind of like what, but lend, like you know you know what I mean to lend someone something versus give someone something. Uh, you can't really give something to God like a granola bar or water, or, you know, four dollars or something like that. Um, but you could lend it to the kingdom ultimately and what He's doing. So today I want you to ask yourself, you know, in a world that literally makes God's job harder. Now, when I say harder, I'm not saying it's impossible for him or he don't know what to do or he's not the almighty God. What I'm saying is that, I mean, just if we're just looking at it from a technical perspective, every time, you know, a new TV show come out that's crazy or the LGBT doing some crazy stuff or saying crazy things or every time another child decides to go down a different path than the one that God has for him. Like it's just like more and more stuff that God has to do, right? So, how can we make God's job easier? In John three sixteen, he said that God so loved the world, He gave, He sent His only begotten Son, right? So, why did He send His Son? Because God was here. God was on Earth. You know, if you read the New Testament, I mean the Old Testament, God was on Earth. He was with a specific group of people. But those group of people were very unruly, disobedient, and they were just like always going around in circles. So he left. Yes, I fully believe a lot of Christians may not agree, but I fully believe that God is not on earth. He clearly in the Bible makes that very obvious. He left, right? And he and you gotta understand that if he didn't send Jesus to come and live as a human, because God himself never lived as a human. He never, you know. As a human, I mean, I don't know what he felt as 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 what he is, but as a human, he never felt horniness, he never felt anger, not not human anger, he never felt, you know, unforgiveness. He never he never felt grief and these things the way that we feel them. He never even felt what it felt like to be cold or hungry or thirsty, right, or have no money or get made fun of, not in the ways that we felt them. So he loved us enough to say, you know what? I'm going to send y'all one last chance. And this is going to be the final thing after that. There's not, there's nothing else. And there hasn't been anything else. There has not been anything else. Uh, and, 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 and he did that by um, simply sending his own son. So he sacrificed his own son. You see what I'm saying? To come down here, feel what we feel, go back up there and make atonement for us and what are all of our sins. Say, hey, you know, basically making God merciful because God wasn't really as merciful as he is now. Back then, remember, he used to see something because if he was if he wasn't merciful, right, as he is, as he used to be, as if it wasn't for Jesus, Atlanta would be destroyed. This is Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Chicago, certain parts would have been destroyed. New York City would be destroyed. I mean, he would have been got rid of all these places because they don't serve his purpose. They don't do anything for him. He don't like the things that he see in these cities. Remember, there's sins 
and God don't like sin, period, but there are sins in the Bible that he specifically says he hates. We're not going to speak on those. Y'all know if you know, then you know. But there are sins that he says that he hates, like it disgusts him. It repulses him and makes him literally flee. And that's all you see here. God's clearly down on earth. If he was here, he'd destroy this place. We, he he couldn't he couldn't look at this place up close. Is a holy holy means pure. So you know what I'm saying? It's filthy. Sin makes you filthy. That's why he has to flee away from you or pull back a little bit when you are sinning too much. That you know you gotta repent before he can come back into you the right way. So when it says it says that you know what I'm saying he he lent something to us. When you think about it, he lended it to us. It's still here, but it's not here. You see what I'm saying? So when you lend to the what do you mean by lend to the Lord and he will reward them for what they've done? You basically said, you know what, God, I know that you have to feed this person today, but I, I got you. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm doing today. This is how I'm serving the kingdom today. I'm going to lighten your load just a little bit. As a human, I can't do too much. But in a world where everybody's making your load a little bit more rougher, I'm going to make it a little bit more easier. So I'm going to go do, I'm going to go feed this man. I'm going to go clothe this man today. I'm going to go do these things. Remember, God said, you know, that, you you know, he feeds the birds, you know. Of course, he loves us so much. Why would he not feed us, right? So you're coming through and saying, "I'll, I'll fulfill that scripture. You feel me? So like you go in there making things easier. And he will reward you for that. The same way you would if somebody helped you, right? Like, if, like, uh, one time I was doing some some construction work, and a little boy was walking by, and yeah, he didn't offer it, but I was like, "Hey, man, help me put this trash in this dumpster." You know, cleaning up, doing a big cleanup. You know, when you have the big dumpsters outside of a resident a residency, I was doing residential construction at the time, and. Um, I was on site by myself. It was a young boy. He wasn't like a little boy. He was like a high school or maybe middle school or something like that. Maybe fifth grade or something. I forgot how old he was. And because he helped me, he didn't have to, right? I paid him, right? So it's like, you, just like if, you, if you're trying to carry some groceries upstairs, and there's a lot of them, and somebody says, hey, man, I got you. Well, let, me, let me grab these couple bags for you. You know, even I'm not saying you give them something, but you thank them. That thank you might be enough for them to make them feel good. Like, yeah, I did something good today. So don't think that, you know, uh, if you give food to them, then God's just going to give you food back for free. Or you're going to find a random uh, gift card to Outback Steakhouse or $20 or, or somebody going to walk up to you and give you some money. No, but he sees that and he's like, okay, I have people making my life more difficult. And giving me all these challenges all the time. And then they don't glorify my name. Glorify my name once they get it, right? Because what, what happens? These people, they, what they say, these people go out there and get all this stuff in the world. And they say, I'm self, what? I'm self-made. You know what I'm saying? Look at me. I made it. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So he's like, dang. But this person just gave. And that's why every time I give to someone, I try to say, God bless you. You know, God loves you. Something like that. So that way, like, you know, and it's simple things. Like what I'm about to go do right now. Um, and I learned this down in Florida. Very simple things. You can go to the store and buy like the big box of granola bars. They only cost like $2. Everybody in this listening has $2. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have $2, you can borrow $2. Like, uh, and just have them in the car as I ride around all day. You see what I'm saying? So that way I could just give 
give to these people when, they, when I see them. I mean, just simple stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I know in Atlanta, our homeless people and our poor people are very bougie. They'll be like, mm. I, like y'all, you know, I try to offer this this one homeless lady uh, a water jug. And she was like, mm-mm. I said, okay, do you want this bag? It's a nice big bag. She could put all her stuff in, you know what I'm saying? A big old bag. She was like, it was a DoorDash bag. Y'all know the DoorDash bags? The big ones? She said, no. I said, all right, you know, well, that's what I have for you today. You know, especially sitting at this red light about to turn green and I got I to gotta move out these people away behind me. That, that's what I have for you today. I don't have any cash to give you. I don't have, any, you know what I'm saying? But I have this and they just, they always do that. And I offered another man something. I ain't going to say what I offered him and he took it. He, he was like, yes, you know, he was very grateful and thankful. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, when you, that, that, that's just what I got from it. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like spreading that message, you know, every day I'm going to try to spread a message like that. We could still talk about certain things going on in the black community or whatever. I'm still going to, I'm waiting to do this episode on PNB rock, but rest in peace to PNB rock. They say that his girlfriend might've set him up. I want to see how that angle plays out first before I just jump out there. Like everybody else is jumping out there on that girl like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just jump down on her like that. You feel me? Uh, want to wait and see a little bit more you know usually women get away with things like that usually the police don't investigate into women uh you've seen it with kevin samuel's death they didn't investigate the girl maybe they might do it this time maybe we can see then i'll speak on it i want to wait at least two more days before i speak on a pnb rock situation i feel like i've just said enough right there though but anyways like you know lending to the poor you know uh is like lending to the lord that's powerful you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you think about it, you know, imagine having so much love and 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 focus for the God and his kingdom that you say, what can I do for you? John F. Kennedy once said, ask not what can your country do for you, but what can you do for your country? And it's a very powerful thing when you take it and you put it into any context. It don't have to be the country. It can be anything. Because truthfully, if we lived in a world where we didn't focus on self and we focus on how can I help the next man? How can I help my my wife? Like uh, I was telling, I don't want to say too much, but I was telling someone, I was like, let me, let me, ju- let's just do it this way. Let's focus. I'm going to focus on you. You focus on me. And when you, when you live like that, it gets more done rather than let me get me right first. Then I'm going to get to you. And you might not always get to the person, you know what I'm saying? Cause you keep trying to get you right. And then things do pop up. Life does happen. You know what I'm saying? But if we all live for the betterment of the next person, how better would things be? You see what I'm saying? Simple things that you can do and stop being so selfish and lazy. Simple, even like something like going, when you go to the grocery store, go put the cart back in the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you, these grocery stores, they'll send these people out in the middle of the rain. I used to work at a grocery store when I was 16. My first job was at Publix when I was 16 years old. I think I was 16 or 17. One of those. I think I was 16 turning 17. And um, yeah, 16 turning 17. And they would make me go out there in the middle of the rain. You know, if, if I go out there and there's 50, 100 carts, you see what I'm saying? Like if, if everybody would put their cart up, I wouldn't even have to even go out there and they still got to pay me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't get paid just to move the carts in. So like if we all just look out for each other in some way, how can you? So today I want you to think, how can I look out for somebody? How can I lend to the Lord? Mind you, poor does not have to always mean poor financially. It can be poor spirited. So how can you be there for someone that's poor spirited and maybe give them a hug? Hmm. Maybe give them a word. 
You know, maybe give them the word. Hallelujah. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, uh, help them with something. Hold the door. Something to lighten the load. Right? And these are things that emanate God and God's love. Jesus Christ, his son that he sent for us. So that way he wouldn't have just destroyed us. Because if he would have just stayed around, he'd be like, I'm getting rid of these guys, man. These people don't listen. He also said, Jesus, if you really pay attention to the story of Jesus, which you can learn, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right? Mainly, that's the story. That's the, that's the, that's the story of Christ, right? Told from four different perspectives. It, it, he really also came to show this salvation ain't just for us Israelites and Hebrews. It, it's for the other people, too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get so caught up in the whole white Jesus thing. You know, I like a Kanye West. And I'm not here to argue about his facial features. I'm not even here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just saying the way school need teachers, the way Kathy needed Regis is the way I need Jesus. You need him. And that's the relevance of it. For anybody who's like, I never understood why I got it. That's the relevance of it. You do believe in God, right? You believe that there's a God, that there's a powerful God, right? That it can do anything he wants to do with us, right? That he breathes life. I learned this last night. His name is Yahweh, right? So how does that work? Somebody will say, Tommy, how does that work? Okay, well, I want you to breathe in your nose. Breathe, just breathe. What does that sound like? Yahweh. Listen to it. You, you know, do it on your own. You hear it yourself. Okay. And what did he do? He breathed life into us. Right. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, you know, he breathes the Holy Spirit into his believers. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to really think deeply about it, bro. Like that was a gift that he gave to us. The poor. Right. He only sent him here for 30. What? 30 was it? 32, 33 years. Right. He sent him. He sent him down here. He lended us, he lended them to us. And why Jesus said, when I go up, I'll send the what? The comforter down, right? The Holy Spirit. And he lended them to us. To all of us. So actually what you should be thinking is, if he was technically from the Israelite lineage, right? He would not be a white man. Even white pastors and theologists have admitted that. For all you black people who get so caught up in this whole white, I don't want to worship no white man, it's God and all that. Yo, actually... If we're just gonna, if we're gonna keep it one thou wow, they're worshiping our God. He was sent here for the Israelites, essentially. Yes, even he said that himself when he, you know, talked about feeding crumbs to the uh, to the dogs and stuff like that. But he also paved the way for there to be salvation for the Gentiles, which means basically everybody else, right? Okay, so God gave that to the poor. They were the poor. They didn't have God's presence with them. Y'all don't hear me, though. That made them poor. That they had to turn to these wooden gods and these fake gods and all these things like that. You know, in the Bible, when he gave the the, the ten plagues, the reason why he let the whole plagues, was it ten plagues? I think it was ten of them, that, that go out and play out in the book of Exodus, right? The reason why he let them play out like that is because if you pay attention, every single plague represents one of the gods that the Egyptians worship. He was trying to show them, your God has no power. The people you worship have no power. So he lent them Moses. Remember, he let Moses go into the promised land. He lent all of us. Yeshua. Okay. Yahawashi. Jesus Christ. That's what he lent us. And now we can also be kind to the poor. 
not just always financially poor, but that everybody these days is poor. If you ask me, I don't care how much money they got. I'm poor. We all poor. You know what I'm saying? I don't care, but it's not about money, right? And when you do that, you basically said, God, I know that you is on the way. And I trust me. I believe in you. I have faith in you. But I'm going to do this today for him. I'm going to do this today for him. Y'all don't hear me though. Some of y'all get two days off a week. When God was in the creation process, he only got one. You, you basically saying, you know what, God, today... You got 15 minutes. I know it's not. It, you know, it's not to be arrogant. Like, yeah, God, I'm I'm doing this. Like, but it's just like it's just that's what that that scripture means. And it and it brings me back to John 3:16. You know, Proverbs 19:17, John 3:16. That God so loved the world. We all know this one, right? God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believe in Him may not perish, but have what everlasting life. That's love right there. That's that's a certain kind of love, because yes, though Christ was a demigod, basically, right? When you think about it, from the was it would that be what the Greeks as they called like Hercules and people like that, right? He was a demigod when he was getting lashed on and they was piercing his hands and his feet and his side. It hurted him, and God knew that. Like, hey man, my, my son down there having to feel human pain. He having to feel human pain. You see what I'm saying? So he sent him down here. He knew what he was going to have to go through, all the persecution that followed him. Every single one of his disciples was brutally murdered, except for John, I believe. Yeah, except for John. That's it. Everybody else was brutally murdered. One of them was hung on the cross upside down. I think two of them were sliced open. One of them was hung on a cross that was shaped like an X. Another one was beheaded. Like they were all brutally murdered. They all had to go through the persecution. And that was the that was the cleansing process, believe it or not. Because when you think about the 12 elders, who do you think that is? Mm. When you read the book of Revelation, they talk about the 12 people that, yeah, that's who it's talking about. That's who it is. You know, we all know Elijah, Abraham, Moses. Enoch, these people are elders up in heaven as well, right? Aaron, we always forget about Aaron. We talk about Moses, but we don't talk about Aaron, which I believe in those people's days, they looked at Aaron just the same way they looked at Moses. Every time Moses pop up, Aaron right there next to him. The women in the Bible that did the right thing and did what they were supposed to do. Look at y'all talk about y'all, these Y'all talk about these hoes and these whatever the thoughts. Well, Rahab was a prostitute. I bet money she has a spot in heaven. So you got to think about it, you know. And he also came back to 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 make way for the people that died before Jesus came to earth, too. Mm-hmm. They say that a lot of people believe that when Jesus died, he went to hell. You know, or Hades. He went to the to the place where the dead people rest. And I think he went there to pull, pull the captives. These are the people who died before there was a Jesus. You see what I'm saying? But we'll talk about another time. But so when you lend to the, how can you make God's, which, you know, this, once again, it sounds almost arrogant, but I don't mean it in an arrogant way. How can you make God's load a little lighter today? How can you make God's load a little lighter today? Think about that while you move throughout the day. How can you help the fellow man? 
the fellow poor man. How can you love the fellow poor man? Let's all take a challenge today and see what we what what can we do? Whether it's helping the homeless, a friend, co-worker that you see that is not right. What can you do? Right? None of us have to be perfect followers of Christ that just know every scripture and thing. I don't I didn't know that scripture by heart. I know John 3.16. I'm looking at it in my hand. I, this Proverbs 19 one. I just learned it just now. I've read it before, obviously, because I've read the whole Bible. But I just read this right now on my Bible app, the Version Bible app. So just think about that today while you move through your, your day. You know what I'm saying? God made a way out of no way. It's your boy, Tommy Vera, Raw Sex, and I'm out.